All right, so what do you what do you guys want to talk about for the uh, like intro thing? I want to talk about Dune. Mm. I just saw Dune. I saw it twice in theater. Yeah, I went we, to a we theater. Really, it was great. Yeah, we don't. And it was Dune. Really like, it's so yeah, good. Like I've read the I've book. Never, I love the book. I've never read. I've never seen or read any Dune at all. Uh, yeah, we, we don't, uh, I am a huge David Lynch fan of the first one, mm-hmm. and like yeah. it's a lot of people hate yeah. it. Uh, it's kind of like, especially the purists really, really hate it. But uh, Villeneuve did such an amazing job. This, this is based uh, on a casting. book, so it's, it's like a um, book. It is. Right, you you should read the book. Right? The book is so good. Yeah, is Goku in Dune? Uh, dude. Is Goku in Dune? It, it's, uh, it's oh, better than cool. Goku. Goku it, it's dude. like uh, I mean, just the sheer size oh, and scale of the old. ships wow. and the visuals. Like everybody is just – Jason Momoa does just play Jason Momoa, but it's okay. It, like, hey, what it's, if it works Jason Momoa played Vegeta? Oh, yeah. I mean <laughs> – I could I I hate it and love it at the same time. <laughs> Dune. So was Dune good? Oh god, it was so good. It was just Hey, welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Kyle. I'm Bry. I am Merck. And you know, the uh, the past month we've we've had a lot of you know shorter episodes. We weren't doing warm ups. We weren't doing news. And here's the thing about the news: if you don't report it, it doesn't go away. It just piles up, and then you have to do yourself a bit of a a news enema. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> Got to clear out the old news hole. <laughs> That's right. These news <laughs> are getting sorry. clogged up and... Fox News enema. Ugh. It's in the shape of Bill O'Reilly. Ugh. Oh! Like, it's okay, we'll the, do it live! We'll do it live! Forward from, like, front? Is he... What is, what is oh, the angle God. here? You know what? Not important. Let's just get to the news. Current Zero News Flash. All right, so all of the reheated October news you can handle. Let's start off with something we didn't have a chance to talk about. But I think it, it's Canadian Thanksgiving leftovers. Ah, there you go. True. As you probably know already, I, I don't know. If we, we might have talked about this before the news, uh, the news drought. Um, that uh, Marvel has, you know, moved all of their distribution to Penguin Random House. So they're kind of handling distribution to comic shops on the direct market. Uh, like, Diamond is basically everybody's, you know, there's a situation where you can order through Diamond, but they're kind of a reseller. Um, anyway, so, like, they made a big deal of this, how how they're going to have, like, better packaging, and there's going to be less damage to books, and everything's going to run so smoothly with Penguin Random House. Uh, and smash cut two things not running smoothly. Um, a lot of shops were uh, getting finding that their um, their their items basically from from Penguin Random House uh, were turning up badly damaged, uh, packaged incorrectly, or, or not well. Um, and again, a lot of times retailers might not necessarily 
publicly say anything, but people talk to people and whatnot about how uh, one of them said that about 70%, 70% of the items they received were damaged because they were like badly packaged or damaged in shipping. Other other places are... uh, Comic books, right? No, no, not at all. They don't have a whole system of grading. That's uh, the thing is like if Penguin, Penguin's used to like packaging hardcover and softcover books... Yeah, comics are very different. You cannot do that. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's a very different kind of packaging. Thing. Way easier to damage for sure. And I mean, it's it's yeah. yeah. And there's other there was other reports of like shipments just flat out going missing. Like they got shipped and they're just like gone. They just didn't get anything. And that too is like you know obviously it's weekly release thing, right? I mean that's usually the case for a lot of things. But it's like man, if you like miss a week shipment, that will hurt because people yeah. aren't yeah. going to oh, wait. Yeah. You know, so yeah, so there's been a lot of issues. Uh, I'm sure that they're, uh, hopefully they're, they're working on resolving that. I just find it very interesting that you go from, you know, Diamond, which people had a lot of problems with, obviously, and the whole idea is like, this is a big, you know, it's Penguin Random House, so like a gigantic organization who should have this stuff figured out, or at least you would hope, and, and, uh, it's somehow worse? Weird. Yeah. Well, this is not pendant publishing, these bastards. This is, and again, on top of like again, just shipments in general in this time. Uh, this time, or um, you know, things aren't things aren't going too great as far as like sh- no. shipments in no. general go. There's a lot of backups and a lot of well, like, even just delays. yeah, a lot of places with uh, yeah shipping delays. Uh, even then, kind of segueing to similar things uh, like supply chain mm-hmm. problems. Uh, paper shortages have been affecting. Uh, comic books um so because of that image comics has actually announced that they are effective immediately not doing any second second printing of their comics anymore uh and that pertains to only just like single issues it doesn't pertain to uh collections or trades or anything like that but of single issues so um so what's the logic there just because of supply chain like they don't have the paper they they're yeah don't have to go back and reprint stuff they're using less material uh they don't have to worry about shipping like obviously shipping is going to have to sort itself out there might be issues with the first stuff but rather than have it screw up the first time and then have it screw up the second time it's Mm. like order what you're going to order right off we'll send it to you it'll be a first printing and then that'll be it but like say, say something you know goes huge and sells out very quickly, you know, the, yep. the flip side being, oh, you, well, you can't get that issue anymore. And you yep. won't. You're, you're going to have to get it on the on the second-hand market, and it's going to be $700. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the... Uh, I, some people have commented on that. I, I saw some people online who uh, profess to be uh, comic store owners, and they're like, they're just artificially inflating the market. Yeah. But, at the same time, everybody knows that there are all these supply issues and shipping issues with everything. It's not just comics. Like, everybody's having issues. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's not just... Nobody e- has zero issues. Oh. Um, it's not just actual comics, either. Like, even, like, I've had, you know, like I've talked about before, I've had trouble getting a hold of, like, bags and boards and stuff like that. Like, even just, like, supplies. Oh, like, yeah, there's a bag and board too. You yeah. know, and that's yeah. comics-related, but, I mean, it's not... It's far from just comics. Like, so many industries are having... You know, having that situation where it's just hard for them to get things. There's shortages and shipping delays all over the place. I went to go buy a snowblower this morning, mm. and uh, there's supply shortages with snowblowers. Oh, great. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, we're getting two come in, like, November 15th. You'll have to come back then. 
Okay, great. Thanks. So me. Don't forget to. I might have to fight somebody in a snow pit to get my snowblower. Ooh, cool. Don't forget to pre-order your uh, your your variant uh, limited edition snowblower. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, if you're gonna fight, yeah. if you're gonna fight them above the snow pit, make sure to do an uppercut at the end, and then it'll knock them into the snow pit, and they'll just have a good time because it's snow. Ba, 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 ba. And then you can fight <laughs> the snow reptile. Ah, the best kind, the best one. Uh, moving on to other. October news, more October news. Uh, we're going to quote unquote controversy because there's always a controversy, uh, whether it is real or imagined. Um, so Superman, son of Cal L, which is the it's a new ish book. I think it's out in like issue number four, at least at the time of recording. Um, so basically what they're doing to do with like this future state stuff, like, they're kind of like introducing elements of that. And it's John Kent. Um, has taken over the role of Superman because Superman is off uh, off world dealing with uh, like a some sort of a intergalactic situation. Let's just say that. Yeah. So he's taking over as the soup as the new Superman of Earth, and he's kind of being more you know more proactive about uh, issues like you know like climate change and about like equality and stuff like that. He's basically uh, you know a proactive kind of progressive Superman. Which yeah. obviously harkens right back to, you know, day one of Superman. Anyway, yeah. that alone has been, you know, a bit controversial in certain quarters because, of course, <laughs> we're in the internet age. Uh, getting getting attention is uh, all anyone ever does. And getting attention by making people mad, no matter what side of the spectrum you're on, is uh, the name of the game. Um, yeah. So anyway, they, they did. Uh, they re- yeah, you got to get them. Uh, so they did. Re- they revealed that John Kent is going to be revealed or come out as bisexual in uh, the fifth issue of this comic, which I believe comes out. Uh, if it's not out yet, it's out very soon. I think it comes out November, uh, November fifth. Yeah, so it might be out uh, very soon or today, maybe today, something like that. Anyway, so that uh, got a lot of attention. They had like you know, obviously they were really pushing it in the media, and it was effective because uh, apparently they the the orders for that issue are just through the roof uh and they're reprinting the first four issues because there's like huge demand just because it got so much attention um of course eh, that itself became a big controversy in some uh quarters uh dean kane uh you won't be surprised had to open his mouth (laughs) (laughs) and what came out Uh, a bunch of bees a bunch what of bees. went into his mouth. A bunch of angry uh, bees came out. Yeah, he's he, he going on about how how it how they're they're bandwagoning and it's like it's not a bold new direction because gay characters have existed. Blah blah blah. And he's going off about. He made some comments about like br- saying this isn't brave. It's like brave would be like fighting for the rights of gay people in Iran and like you know and he oh yeah and he's like dating a, a like a hacker like a hacktivist or something he's like what does that even mean it's just like he's just having a, a, a an awesome boomer moment basically yeah um so he's going on and on about like what about like all these horrors that happen in the world i'm just like yes and a fictional character is going to definitely be able to deal with those real life i mean like you can you absolutely can write stories about those and you'll find they do but uh, i i just you know He's, he's yelling at clouds, and I assume a, a bisexual yeah. Superman is flying through those clouds. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so obviously, you know, whatever you want to say about that, but uh, there was more, uh, there was some other issues, too, because the colorist of that book, uh, whose name is, uh, Ge- I think, Gabe El-Taib, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, sorry if I'm not, um, 
So he is apparently pretty chummy with, uh, let's just say the, the further right. Dean Cain? Yes, yes. Well, yeah, maybe. Because uh, he's uh, kind of a comics gate. Sorry to bring that up again. Uh, he's a little bit of a friend yeah. of that group. So, and, he, and again, he literally colored these issues. The The image that they were sharing of, like, John Kent, like, kissing his boyfriend was colored by him. Uh, that they were, like, that was in the media. And then he went on this, like, live stream... Uh, to, like, just completely slag on DC about how they're, like, ruining characters and how dare they, how do they have the right to ruin these characters, which, I mean, ruin is subjective, but how, I would say that they have the right how because they, they the right? own them. They are their characters. <laughs> yeah, so he went on there, uh, and, and there were other comic skate people, um, you know, Basically, just making gay jokes. Uh, some of them were complaining about, uh, like, John Mallon, who used to work for um, Marvel, uh, was, I think he, he somehow compared to, like, what's next? Like, Batman's going to be a pedophile who's fucking Robin. And uh, I believe this gay person made some joke about, made some comparison to a comic where somebody has sex with a dog. So, um, you know, it, it, it to say... Basically. And they started uh, quoting Frederick Wortham. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, very soon after that, uh, it was announced that uh, the Hi-Fi, which is a, a studio with a husband and wife team, Brian and Christy Miller, will now be coloring Superman's son, from Cal- uh, son of Kal-El. Good. Uh, including Good. recolored, recolored, like, that exact, like, the art from the comic that they were advertising this whole thing with entirely. So he got, uh, I don't know what happened, either he quit or he got tossed out. But uh, as it turns out, shitting on the company you work for publicly might not be the best uh, career move. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not, not necessarily. A, not necessarily a, a good good idea. Kind of a kind of a terrible one. Yeah, I just you know it, it just gets kind of exhausting in my opinion, where every single time anything at all uh, is introduced as even remotely progressive, it has to be some like crazy thing. It's like there's so many comics out there, like just just. If you don't like it, just do something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of new characters um, and uh, kind of offshoots from previous kind of legacy characters, there is a new Iron Fist on its way, uh, which I think has happened a couple times, oh, but yeah. it's happening again. Apparently, uh, Danny Rand in the past little while has lost his powers uh, or gave them up to somebody and then they gave them to somebody else which i didn't know you could do but hey what do i know well i mean um, hey, once they've get once he's gave it away you can give it to somebody else yeah. not his anymore he, he you know not his anymore danny danny's like he's a rich guy but he he re-gifts a lot that's the problem right mm-hmm. <laughs> well he gets these swag bags from like industry events and then he just uses those things as gifts like, i don't <laughs> want an ipod nano like, yeah, exactly just take this colon bag. Fists. Mm-hmm. Just put the power of the yeah. Iron Fist in it. Oh. Uh, kind of well. smells. Uh, Feb- so in February of next year, um, there's uh, it's I guess it's touted as a five issue series coming out um, by creative team of Alyssa Wong and Michael. I'm gonna pronounce this wrong. It's it's spelled Y G. I don't know how you pronounce that. Uh, Ig. There you go. Yeah. Ig. Ig? I don't. I will go with that. I think okay. it's best not to try. Uh, if you don't know, if I'm saying that wrong. Uh, but the two of them, um, Asian creators, doing and uh, and it's been hinted that it's going to be an an 
Asian Iron Fist, mm-hmm. uh, which fits. Yeah. So nothing else is. There's been a lot of like they've been really pushing it quite a bit. I've seen it on like CBR and a few other things. Like, here's your first look, and here's the creative team. And then it's like a couple days later, then this. Oh, and it could be, is it somebody we already know? Like, So obviously Marvel is pushing that quite a bit. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Hmm. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Is it going to be you? No, I'm not Asian. That is the news. Welcome to the warm-up! Okay, this week for the warm-up, we are going back to what I would like to consider a classic warm-up segment. It's Hulk Out or Fake Out! Don't! Don't! I'm warning you! So, Mer- Merck's giving me a face like either he doesn't know what it is or he doesn't consider it a classic. <laughs> no, I just don't remember what it so is. It's a matter of it's a matter of opinion, Dune, Dune Meister. Um, oh, can we talk about Dune? No, afraid not. Oh. We've got to talk about Hulk out, Hulk out, or Fake Out. So, okay, this uh, this is a segment where remember the old Incredible Hulk. TV show with uh, Bill Bixby and uh, Lou Ferrigno. Oh, okay, I've heard this. Yeah. So I have I have a full list, and it, actually, the website that uh, I got this list from is now down. So I had to use uh, the Wayback Machine to to take a look at the old list. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. Is it yes or no? Something that uh, turned David Banner into the Incredible Hulk on the old show? Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. Let's do it. This is the show. You gotta tell me, is it a Hulk out or is it a fake out? Uh, number one, had a bad dream. He had a bad dream. <laughs> did it did it cause him to uh, turn into the Incredible Hulk? Yes or no? I it had to have at some point. Yes, I think so. Yes. Also, like, dude, <laughs> that mm-hmm. sucks. It was a real bad dream. Uh, yeah. that's true. I say or, really or a really good dream. Yeah, no, mm. it's a bad one. Yeah, very emotional. I've I've rewritten these a little bit because the way they uh, normally appear on the site, there there's a specific writing style to it, which I try to ape to to throw you guys off. But you're very good at guessing what's real and what's not. So I just mm-hmm. sort of I, I tried to make them a little shorter. Okay. Okay. Number two, being fed ten alarm chili. <laughs> Hulk out or fake out? Fake out. Oh, I gotta say fake out, but I still want it to be a Hulk out. Darn it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a fake out. Ah. It's a fake out. Okay. Ten alarms. Next. That's a lot of alarms. That's right. Like, he just turns into the Hulk, but he's immediately just, like, on the toilet for the rest of the episode. Well, he meets a space coyote. <laughs> yes. Okay, next. Uh, getting jumped by a gang of Boy Scouts. Ooh. I just want that to happen, so yes. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's I'm gonna say it's a fake out, but I want it to be true. And if it is, I hope it's like latter seasons where they're just desperate for plots. That's fair. Uh, All I yeah. can picture is Bill Bixie's face. <laughs> yeah, like just the oh, when they zoom in, you're like oh, and his and eyes go all weird. Boy Scouts, so they're like 
chipmunk scouts or something like that. Yeah. Beavers. Yeah. Well, hey, I was I was in Beavers. So was I. Yeah. Who are you and what and do you I do? And I jumped to Bill Bixby. Beavers, Beavers, Beavers. <laughs> sharing, sharing, sharing. Yeah. Was that um, real or not? Was that real or not? Okay. Uh, getting yelled at. No, oh, that was that was a fake. That was a fakey. It was a fakey Magoo. It was a Kyle original. Yeah. All right. Uh, getting yelled at and maced by a cop. Oh, that happened. Yeah. I feel like it's that interesting how you can just tell. Yeah, it absolutely happened. Well, I you know I assumed <laughs> it was a different it was a different time when that was it's believable. Uh, you know, the worst thing that on would a lot of levels that is uh, you turn um, to the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and finally, being fed poison sushi. I got. I want to say it's real. Yeah, I kind of want to say it's okay, real guys. Well, I gotta say, five out of five. You got them all. Wow! Ba-boom. Amazing. You're the real Hulks now. <laughs> well, uh, Bruce Banner insisted on the fugu, uh, and then mm-hmm. it poisoned him, and then he had to put his affairs mm-hmm. in order. But then he turned into the Hulk at the end, so he's fine. Oh, I'll have to correct you there. Uh, it was David Banner. Oh, David Banner. Yeah, okay. Right. All right. Merc, well, Merc got a correction point. That means he gets one minute to talk about Dune. <laughs> Dune! Start the Dune clock and... Clock's ticking! No, let's just go to the main topic. Yeah, let's go to the main. All right. And the main topic is Dune! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the main topic is more news! Zero News Flash. Since there was so much news that we uh, we missed, and some of it was pretty fun and uh, interesting, uh, we thought we'd just uh, make the, the rest of this newsy mm-hmm. news. Too much news to not use. I'd like to start with uh, Bill Murray. Who, who wouldn't? Uh, he let slip in an interview, um, seemed to say it almost casually, that and actually tried to almost backtrack it and, and like oh i did the and, and but then he was like oh whatever i'm bill murray i'm gonna say whatever mm-hmm. that he's in ant-man and the wasp quantumania mania whatever it's called it's called circle uh, circle circle he's circle 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 um mephisto is the name of it mm. um what part he plays i don't know nobody knows it is not an ongoing bit he apparently is just friends with the director or really likes their work um and that's how he kind of broached it in an interview he was like oh yeah i really like their work i so i got to do a marvel thing with them just because of that and then he was like oh did i just say that and he's like i probably shouldn't be talking about it but ah whatever and then kind of went into it he's like i've i'm not really that kind of guy that i would do this sort of thing but i just really like them so i thought i'd do this um giving no hint as of what he would be so i don't know if they're going to be in some like quantum universe well where bill murray just like walks out of nowhere and just does a cameo and walks off yeah which i'm fine with yeah he's gonna play he's gonna be garfield (laughs) yeah which is wild because he normally doesn't like sequels the uh what they're doing is this is crossing over with like the snl universe because garrett morris who played ant-man in that superhero party sketch uh was in had a cameo in the first movie oh yeah and it, there's a that, but there's more to it though because obviously bill murray played superman so uh ooh quantumania is gonna blow the doors off that would be great i'm very excited <laughs> this is I like it. it i like it uh and some more bug themed 
movie news. Uh, obviously, Spider-Man Far From Home is approaching and is going to be a big thing and there's more there's rumors constantly being thrown all over the place about who's supposed to be in this thing apparently everybody's in this movie literally everybody everyone who's ever been in a movie is in spider-man uh no way home they say far from home yeah no they way got home, Sora from kingdom hearts in there yeah because he's the he's the last dlc he's dlc in a yeah. movie it's great <laughs> yeah it's Haley joel osmond and he sees dead people <laughs> It's weird how Sakurai is the one who has to keep coming out and announcing who's in Spider-Man movies, but anyway. Mm. Um, so, yeah. so But they they did have some... Uh, they had the trailer, obviously, came out that showed Alfred Molina as Doc Ock, and they were teasing, you know... Uh, they already announced that Jamie Foxx would be Electro again, and they had, like, a tease for, like, Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin. Empire Magazine recently, or somewhat recently, put out a story in there is confirming a confirming in the article that Thomas Hayden Church as Sandman and uh, uh, Reese Ephons, if I'm pronouncing that right, I don't know Reese Ephons, uh, as the Lizard who, uh, you know, were both in, in you know, Spider-Man 3 and uh, Amazing Spider-Man mm-hmm. yep. uh, <clears throat> accordingly will be in this there's some photos of, other photos of Doc Ock fighting like Tom Holland Spider-Man and like uh, trying to crush his head with his uh a classic move, frankly, for, uh, for yeah. Alfred Molina. He loves to crush heads. Oh, and I'm not Doc Doc. Alfred or for Mark McKinney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark McKinney, yes. When Is he, he was in movie? Frida, he just kept grabbing... I think he, he will be. He just kept grabbing her head and yeah. just trying to squeeze, yeah. yeah. So He's it's, in the movie, but he's playing the Toronto kid. <laughs> the uh, the famous famous Spider-Man villain, the Toronto kid. Um, and, uh, John Watts, the director is describing this as being like the new end game. So there's like hype is ridiculous. I'm hoping at some point, like, I'm hoping that there will be a story in this movie, but, uh, there's Mm -hmm. sure as hell will be a lot of characters apparently. Although I did see a blurb about Kevin Feige saying, uh, just like a heads up, like, let's not get your expectations. Like there's a lot of stories. I got the sense that he's like, maybe not all of them are true. So yeah. (laughs) <laughs> don't get let's not mephisto this and uh f- yeah everything up. but mephisto is in this and he's totally <laughs> yeah. of course it, of course. yes you know actually come on do it <laughs> well and then they're also saying that this is tom holland's probably last movie well as- are they yeah. saying that or are they saying it's it's the end of like you know a, this sort of phase of spider-man movies uh, are Spider-Man movies going forward not going to be team-up movies? Yeah, or like, yeah, exactly. I, it, it, you know, we don't know what it means exactly. But said if we if we get a chance, yeah. to, I think he said if we get a chance to do more, it's going to be different. It's not going to be like the same stuff. So I mean, whatever that means, it be, yeah. can mean everything or nothing. It'll be like Tom Holland as Spider-Man in Booze and Buddies. Ah. So he gets a new roommate. Yeah, him and Tom Hanks. <gasps> Tom Hanks. Oh, bring in Tom Hardy. It's, a, it's just a Tom H party. Every Tom H yeah, sharing yeah. Uh, sharing an apartment. Yeah. I'm a reporter. Hiddleston's there? Yeah. Wilson! <laughs> Wilson Fisk. I just uh, reenact the scene from Top Gun where they're just playing beach volleyball. Yeah. I watch yeah. it. Wilson! 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 I'm coming! Wilson! I'm sorry! While we're talking about uh, movies in that let's let's go to um eternals which i guess as of the time that this is coming out it's when this podcast is released it come eternals comes out in like a day or two after 
I'd yeah, and in honor of that, uh, we relegated it to being part of the news. Eternals, everybody. <laughs> yeah, um, it's part of the main topic technically. But, so, yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's, yeah, um, but apparently, it's getting um, the low, f- fairly low scores on uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, as Marvel is, movies tend to go, it's low. Yeah, it's low yeah, on yeah, that scale. Movie. Like it's, it's like it's yeah. It's still not. It's not. We're not talking ten percent. We're talking sixty-two percent. Mm-hmm. But that officially passes the lowest uh, Marvel movie, which was Thor two. So, but who knows? Like this is pre-release. Uh, I, I'm sure it's some critics that are involved in this, but I don't know if there's any sort of just uh, dickery going on, and people are just going on and giving low scores. I don't know how that works. Well, I mean, like, review bombing happens a lot with, like, the audience score, but this, I think, is, like, the actual critic score, so I don't know how likely that might be. I mean, like, again, Eternals was always going to be a hard sell, I think, because literally nobody has ever cared about the Eternals for one second in the history of comics. (laughs) Well, there was a second where Jack Kirby cared. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then he yeah. then he looked at his hands and he was like, "Oh wait, I did this twice already." <laughs> oh. I mean, and again, I like full respect. I I, I don't dislike the Eternals. I just nobody. I don't think they've ever really been like they've had like little runs that have been. Yeah, the way I look at it, it's like a Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, thing. it's like they were just kind of these minor characters, but Guardians became like one of the funnest movies they'd done. Yeah, because it was fun. It was kind of a. Because it was a game changer, and but the no, thing is, like fun. now we have like an an Academy Award winning director, uh, yeah. pretty decent cast. Um, let's do something different. Uh, oh, it doesn't have to be. Let's do um, like what Guardians did was like we're gonna have. Once they did Guardians, then everybody wanted to do right. That yeah, of course. Yeah. And every movie, every, every film that followed was that goofy tongue in cheek sort of mm-hmm. actiony but comedy thing. Um, yeah, maybe this will take it in a different direction, but who knows? But then, like with nobody knowing the characters, then they can play with them a bit and they can reinvent them a little bit. Well, totally. So, and that, that you know, it feels like they really did. I mean, visually, the trailer looked like pretty good. Like it looked like they, there's some cool effects and some stylish stuff going on there. The cast is obviously like massive. Like they really, they really did go for it. Like they it seems like they invested a lot in this. Yeah. And you know, it is Marvel. I mean, like they're all about building things i'm sure like it might not necessarily light the world on fire necessarily at least with critics or what have you but it's you know setting a lot of pieces that'll probably be important later on i'm pretty sure they factored that in like whatever you will say about the marvel movies like they they what they put out is what they mean to put out you know what i mean like there's yes even if even if they you know they might put something out out that's like eh, people aren't super excited about it but it will factor into their long-term plan so you know yeah hard to say and again like yeah it's like the lowest rated marvel movie i'm like like yeah what does that even mean at this point like Mm. and to be fair if you if you compare it to uh to thor 2 it was another movie where it was like it it did have important pieces that that came up in the future you know it it, it sort of redeemed the loki character it uh you know it it really laid out Mm -hmm. this this infinity uh, Jammer Infinity Stone thing a little more. So, and it was, it was a bit of a, had a Shakespearean drama feel to it, which I think might be a little bit of what Eternals is like too. Yeah. And yeah, and like Loki, maybe, like the Loki show, which was plebs, a big deal. You know? 
<laughs> There's still, like, Thor 2 is still, you know, being, paying off beats and stuff in, like, the Loki show, and, like, it's still relevant to, like, their long-term storytelling, right? So, yeah, yep. that's the thing. It's, like, a singular movie, it almost feels like, is not... And you can say that this is a bad thing, and maybe you'd have a point, but, I mean, like, one movie is... is not just one movie, right? It's all part of, like, this massive thing. So as long as it ends up working in their favor for the long-term plans, then they're probably happy and don't care. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll see what uh, it does. uh, I'm sure we'll see it once it comes out. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Next. 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 A few weeks ago. um, So Stephen DeKnight, who is uh, a writer and a producer... Uh, and Stephen he was, of the uh, night. The, Stephen of the night. Yes. The Stephen <laughs> of the night. Whoa. <laughs> so he worked on uh, season one of Daredevil. He was like executive producer and writer. I think he was like kind of like the main creative force, I believe, of the first season because I kind of mm-hmm. you know showrunners and stuff shifted over the, over the run of that show. Um, so yeah. I guess yeah. he uh, just found out or just heard about uh, the uh, Akira Yoshida situation. Um, after, like, four years, that was a which, big controversy, which is, like... If you're not aware of what that is, it is what, Bri? Uh, C.B. Sabolsky, who was named editor-in-chief at that time, uh, and it came out not really a secret exactly. I think it was just sort of, like, not publicly um, acknowledged that he used a pseudonym while he was an editor at Marvel, uh, uh, Akira Yoshida, pretending to be, like, literally a writer from Japan writing... Uh, comics from like a Japanese perspective and that's how it was advertised so he uh, and I guess Marvel didn't know or at least people he worked with didn't know like he had like a fake like a fake identity to write while he was Mm -hmm. already editing there which was a bit of a controversy for um, obvious reasons and multiple ones at that Um, and he's still in place as editor-in-chief you know obviously like apologized and you know I guess he lived in Japan at the time but I mean yeah it's a whole Whatever. It's a, it was a whole situation. It's been well covered. Let's just say that. So, but Stephen tonight, I guess, uh, he, he went on a bit of a, a Twitter, a Twitter thread. <laughs> Cause I guess somebody had posted, uh, something about that situation. And I guess he wasn't aware of it. So what did he say? So he said, uh, and I'm going to read them. I'm going to quote everything that the, the, that Stephen tonight said. Uh, first, p- first post. How does this man still have a job? Completely unacceptable. Followed by, I had no idea. I love writing for Marvel Comics, but this changes the equation, drastically. There are so many great editors there. To allow a man who climbed to the top through cultural identity theft to remain in that position is uh, unconscionable. And he continues, (laughs) Hopefully it won't die down this time until something is done about it. I, for one, will be contacting my editor, who who could not be more lovely, to loudly protest this miscreant's continued employment. I hope other creatives will do the same. And uh, something very small is happening now, he said later on. <clears throat> Somebody replied to him being like, this is this has been known since 2017, nothing's happening. He said, something very small is happening now. I love working with Marvel, but will not pursue or accept future work until this is resolved. I hope more, more other more high-profile creatives in the comic book biz will follow suit. Um, I don't, and he's not working for Marvel, Marvel right now, to my knowledge. I'm not, you know, he might be in a way that I'm not aware of. But um, yeah. not exactly mincing words. <laughs> And I mean, uh, yeah. no comment on that. I mean, I'm just miscreant. Just quoting I like miscreant. That. I mean, like he's uh, not holding back at all. Um, and, and I won't the comment on that. I won't. <laughs> but I, 
but it is there is a good point made i think being like this was revealed four years ago and literally just nothing just nothing happened at all like it was just like yeah everyone was like what that like how could this happen be like yes this happened moving on um which yeah and the fact that he was even at that point promoted to editor-in-chief like while (laughs) this was happening while this was it's not like he just kept working they're like no uh yeah we're gonna give you a uh, promotion (laughs) yeah all right then yeah and again like it's you know i i don't know what happened behind the scenes or internally i just sort of i just mostly wanted to quote this just because some of the stuff he said was yep. a little spicy. That's good. Uh, and yeah. also, yep. this keeps coming up. Like, it's just amazing. After four years, it's just like, this keeps, it's just this stink that won't go away. And it's just like, man, like, it's so weird how, like, literally nothing happens. <laughs> smells like rotten sushi. Mm. Well, it's, it smells mm. like, oh, it looks like sushi, but it's actually a Big Mac. <laughs> if you look inside it's just it's Big Mac horse meat mm. uh, that's gross uh, speaking of Big Mac I, I, I speaking of Big Mac I just go on I want to see where this goes just do new just eat a Big Mac while he's talking for the rest of the episode is it something to do with the police because he was like the police of McDonald land or uh, Brendan Fraser. Oh, he kind of looks like he kind of looks like him. the uh, McDonald Land character Big Mac. To be fair, sure, yeah, that's true. Um, uh, he's been cast as a villain in the upcoming Batgirl movie. Ooh. Uh, apparently, was offered to Stallone, and Stallone turned it down. And Brendan Fraser is now accepted it. Um, the the word on the street is that uh. It's going to be Firefly, Ooh. which is like a pyrotech yeah, yeah. kind of guy. That's cool. Um, he's been going. Brendan Fraser's been had disappeared from mm-hmm. the limelight for quite a bit, uh, and has been going kind of through a bit of a renaissance, a resurgence in the past little while. He's a robot man for uh, Doom Patrol. Yeah. Um, he's just. I don't know if they're filming it or it's done or it's about to start filming Scorsese's new movie, Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, he's going to be in that. So like when you get to work with Scorsese, that's a pretty big deal. Um, but something did occur to me as I was writing this out, is this the first time, uh, an actor is acting in two different roles in two different productions under the same company. So he's robot man for doom patrol, but then he'll be firefly for, the background. You know what? I think the closest thing was when uh, Vin Diesel was rumored to be uh, Black Bolt. Oh, there's that, right? That's and yeah. then you know that didn't happen. And then that so, never happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too bad they never did anything with the Inhumans ever. Yeah, I mean, you've had situations like um, like uh, Marshal Ali, who played uh, villain in Luke Cage, and then was now he's Blade, and I think he was also like. Uh, Aaron Davis in Spider-Verse, but those are all kind of separate mm. areas a little bit. Like, they're not like... Well, well, they're separate areas, but but I mean, like, more at the same time. Like, there's... Chris Evans was uh, Johnny Storm, yeah. and then he right. was Captain America, but there was a time difference. John Favreau with, uh, was Foggy uh, Nelson like, and Happy Hogan. <laughs> true. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but again, so, like, this... this If uh, Doom Patrol continues, this could be... At the same time, yeah, yeah, both of them. He's in 
I think mostly we've seen two different spots at the same time. Mostly we've seen like it, you know, being within maybe like a year or two, but like not happening at literally yeah. the exact same time. So yeah, that yeah. that doesn't yeah. happen that yeah, often. That's cool. But that is cool, and yep. and I, I think that's a good choice potentially. I mean, like the comic character's backstory was, I think he was like a a special effects pyrotechnics guy for like show business who is like out of work and like no one will hire him anymore. And he like, you know, wants to get his revenge kind of a thing. And I'm like, well, like maybe you could kind of play into like kind of being shut out of the entertainment <laughs> business. And, play, and just... Yeah. Play but he just seems like, a, he just seems like a lovely man who just appreciates everything. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. but I mean, he might be able to tap into that a little bit. He's that just, could be fun. I mean, they're... he just gets super pissed off that he's like, look, I'm just, I'm just a meme now. You've just, degraded me just to a little stupid meme yeah but i mean the brent i mean the real brendan fraser meme is is that everyone likes brendan fraser <laughs> like that's yeah. been the, maybe a couple months ago now there was just like hey just a reminder brendan fraser is a nice guy and everyone likes him <laughs> yeah like, that's great that's if you're going to be remembered for something that's pretty good That'll be yeah. the movie, actually. He's like an arsonist burning things down, and Batgirl's like, I gotta stop him. And it's like, ah, oh, but he's, so, I love that guy. And he's we're just so like, ah, oh, it's fine. Go ahead, burn some buildings yeah. down. And he's like, all right. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> uh, so, is anyone, is that all the news? Is there any more news? You know what? Let me check my news. I think I'm out of news. <laughs> <gasps> oh, wait, hold on. Uh, I checked our, our backup news hole. Which, which, of course, is uh, which everyone knows about. <laughs> I, I, I pronounce it Newshole. Yeah. Well, this one, this one mostly dispenses just little news nuggets. They're very, they're very small. I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> uh, yeah. I apologize. I apologize. Um, very quick things, just that I want to mention, just because they're fun. Uh, so McFarland Toys is obviously doing DC stuff, um, and mm-hmm. they, they, uh, they put out, like, Suicide Squad figures where you could, like, do a Build-A-Figure, and it was, like, a big King Shark, and it's adorable. Uh, they're doing, like, Dark Knight Stallone. Returns line. Um, and I feel like they're, the Build-A-Figure thing in toys is, uh, wonderful, but I feel like it's gotten a little, you know, now you need to, like, buy, like, seven toys to, like, build a regular-sized dude, and I'm like, that's stupid, I want mm-hmm. a big thing. Uh, so doing a yeah. Dark Knight Returns, where you have, uh, based on, obviously, Frank Miller's uh, art, uh, Batman, Kerry Kelly Robin, Joker, and Superman, the Build-A-Figure is a friggin' horse. It's Batman's horse, and Batman can ride a horse. And it's just from yep. four toys. So that's a little tempting. I don't really... I'm a little Dark Knight returned out, frankly. I don't... Frank Millery. Um, it's... it's I'm... You know, it's great. Been millered out. It's a classic, but it's just like, enough. We... It, we've, it's been done. But, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Part of me wants to build a bat horse. And I'm really gonna try well, not to do that. even if you only buy three of those figures, you can still make a pretty cool centaur if you have pieces left over from another build figure. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we should do that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, just uh, uh. Oh, just uh, get that Owen Wilson Loki figure and just pop uh, Owen Wilson on the front, and he could be Owen Wilson as a centaur. Oh my god! Oh, oh my hey god! Hey guys! Oh wow! Wow! wow you t- you, everyone just oh, everyone just wants to ride. Me. My name's Owen Wilson. <laughs> That's what Owen Wilson says all the time. Is his catchphrase? Owen Wilson. <laughs> Nay. Hey, nice to meet you. I'm Owen Wilson. Nay, nay. You know what? I don't think I don't think anything uh, is going to top that. So let's just call it. There's no more news. 
we've covered all yeah. the news that has ever existed in the history of news, and uh, I'm proud of us. Oh, I got one more. <gasps> it's not really news. I just want to point out how how dumb uh, comic book resources is sometimes. Because <laughs> as I'm looking for news, I'm flipping through, and what I see is CBR has a post, Amber Heard revealing her hairstyle for Aquaman 2. Uh-huh. Merc puts fake gun to head and the, shoots. The state of things. Let's see. The state Here, of I'm things. Just gonna, if, we can, if we can fade out over the sound of me reading uh, CBR headlines... Yes. Mm-mm. Five great Halloween-ready horror manga that aren't by Junji Ito. Avatar, why the Puppet Master is the best Halloween episode of all time. How Scream's Gale Weathers stole the show from Sidney Prescott. Crunchyroll announces English dubs for Platinum End, Odd Taxi, Nagatoro, and more. Five games Stardew Valley fans will enjoy. Infinity War's most important theme backs up Cap's fatal decision. Pokemon's Team Rocket had way more talent than you remember. The Walking Dead, World Beyond, achieves its biggest payoff, but what's next? Eternal Star worried his Marvel role would demand excessive weight loss. This Batman Halloween classic secretly crossed over with the Marvel Universe. Funimation expands. Okay. Okay. But wait, but wait. This, Bri- oh man, this Bri- one's dead. This one's really important. <laughs> Spider-Man Steelbook releases fuel No Way Home casting theories. No, because no one's ever like re-released something to uh, capitalize on a new movie or anything before. That's never happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> Twilight Theory. Jacob has a surprising connection to Harry Potter. This is news. This is news. All right. It's... I'm stopping. No, please. Uh, can we Stop. reboot this universe? <laughs> Let's do it.